Welcome to On the Spot with Melinda Garvey, the On the Dot interview series where we sit down with some of the most intriguing and interesting women to watch featured in our daily email newsletter and podcast, Four Minutes with On the Dot. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode of On the Spot, available every Thursday on your favorite podcast streaming services. Today, I'm sitting down with Valerie Sarin, the owner of VS Photography, a photography studio that specializes in beauty and boudoir. Without further ado, let's start the show. Welcome everyone to this episode of On the Spot with Melinda Garvey. Really, really excited about our guest today. And in fact, it's a very interesting line of business and fascinating. So I think that you're all really going to love this. So I'd love to introduce you to Valerie Sarin. And she is a boudoir photographer. So when I first saw that, I was like, yeah, I kind of think I know what that means, but I wasn't, you know, wasn't exactly sure. So it was just really interesting going on your website, but I love your whole sort of story behind it. But first, welcome. Thank you so much for being here with us today. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you for having me. And for those who don't know exactly what boudoir photography is, or maybe have a certain connotation in their mind, can you tell us what it is and just your version of that? Yeah, um, so boudoir photography has been trending lately, as you might have seen images of like people in lingerie, kind of sexier photos, doing that like before the wedding day, presenting an album, that's sort of what you see in the media. My interpretation is kind of, boudoir is an interpretation of like intimate portrait photography, Um, and what I try to do with my clients is have them come in the studio and really try to capture their personality in an intimate way. And the purpose of these sessions are really to celebrate themselves or also like special occasions, um, which happens a lot, like before weddings, anniversaries, birthdays, like a special milestones in their life. So it's just a way to sort of celebrate yourself and capture your life stage on camera. I noticed when I was on your website looking around, what I what I really loved too is because I think that again, you know, some of it I was like, oh man, I'm not sure she could make me look like that. But but there's a lot of that sort of, you know, that that body confidence. There's so many issues with body confidence, self-confidence, and body positivity. And so what I loved about your mission and your sort of your stated mission is you really wanting to use this medium to help women feel more positive about their bodies and to accept whatever, you know, shape or form it is and celebrate that. So tell me a little bit about that and and sort of why that became your core mission. I think a lot of women can identify sort of with body confidence issues. I know myself, I struggle with the same thing every day. I think it's just out there so much. So what I really wanted to put out there with boudoir photography is, you know, you can come in at any moment and sort of feel this confidence in yourself and feel comfortable in your skin. And I think that just happens very naturally, like during the session. I know in the beginning, uh, when I started my business, that was exactly the messaging that I was trying to put out. I was like, come in for your session and you'll feel confident and beautiful in your own skin and all this. And it took a while to get going. And then after I had more and more people through the door, I started realizing that there was this rhythm. People would come in very shy and nervous, like almost scared to book. Um, Then they would meet me. They would feel a little more comfortable. They would come in for their session. And at the beginning, just sort of, you know, just like covering themselves up and like timid and nervous and everything. And then midway through the session, I would see these people like really open up and like come into their own. And, you know, they wanted to try more poses and try more outfits. And it was like this repetitive scene that I kept seeing replay. And it was just so rewarding to see that 
this actually did help people feel that way. A lot of my sessions become very emotional, like for me and the client, because whether we're, I don't know, sort of getting over an insecurity or just highlighting your confidence that was already there, it's just like a really empowering experience on both sides. What I love about this messaging too is no matter the medium, right? This happens to be the medium, but I think that, you know, for women especially, seeking out ways to, you know, as you said, like highlight those strengths, those positive things and really overcome because lack of confidence can happen in the bedroom, can happen in the boardroom, can happen, you know, in the carpool line, right? And I think that all these little things go to sort of reinforce those positives. So, you know, I think that's a really great message there that whatever medium it is for women that you have to actively seek out ways to affirm that confidence. And I think sometimes we don't do that. And certainly photography, I can imagine that's a really hard thing to take that first step to do for most people. So that's great that it blossoms in that way. Yeah, I like to say that it's an empowering experience. And I always like to define that term a little more because I think empowerment, it's something that we already have. I'm not giving any of these women who come through my door power. They already possess everything, but sort of having this experience of a boudoir photography session, it kind of just, you know, reminds you of what's there and puts into practice these like feelings of empowerment and confidence. And it's just like a different kind of artistic interpretation of that. No, that's awesome. I do want to point out too that we have a lot of millennial women and young women who are part of our tribe and um, and on the dot. And certainly they're the largest group of women in the workforce. So I think it's exciting to see a woman. Um, I mean, you're you're very young and you have not only are you doing something that, that does take a lot of confidence is interesting, but you've also built a business. So you're a millennial entrepreneur. I would just love for you to share maybe some things that you've had to overcome I guess, being younger, you know, have you faced any particular challenges you think as a young entrepreneur, or maybe it's been positive, you feel like as a young entrepreneur, it's actually been better for you? Yeah, well, I'm so honored that you consider me a successful millennial um, entrepreneur. Sometimes it's hard to remind yourself of that. And I sure hope so. I'd say one struggle I'd encountered, I guess, being younger, I think in the beginning stages, you kind of lack the confidence of just what you're putting out there. And I remember in the beginning, I wanted everything to be absolutely perfect before I started. Like I didn't even start marketing myself until I had everything, like all my gear, all my website looking perfect, my studio, all my forms, just like every little detail I thought had to be absolutely perfect before I could begin creating. I think that's like a common thing that happens with creative businesses in particular. I think that people you know, think everything has to be in place before they can begin. And if I could go back and sort of start over, I would just start like so much sooner. And, you know, you can, you grow your business little by little and like learn from those beginning stages. You don't have to have like this entire huge business plan already mapped out before you can start really creating and putting yourself out there. So I think that's one thing that I had to overcome. Well, I have a, a really good friend who his favorite saying, and it's become mine as well, is the enemy of great is perfection. Because if we're striving for perfection, we miss great because yeah. things can be great when they're not perfect. And I think it's just such a great reminder that, you know, take that first step, get going. And so many of those little things that are mired in that perfection are only the things that you see. And so that's great advice. So let's talk a little bit about 
what gave you the confidence to take this leap? Because what you and I were discussing earlier, your background, you're an English major, you were really in my world, you know, editing, copywriting, all that kind of stuff. And then kind of flipped and went into this business. So I'd love for you just to tell your story. I think it's really important sometimes it's just to see others winding paths because sometimes people have this concept that, oh gosh, it's got to be a straight line or I, I need to be able to see every next move. But I'd love for you to tell us your story. I feel very far from a straight line sometimes uh, <laughs> where I've ended up. Um, yeah, I am your classic English major and I love that field. I think probably a lot of people in that world kind of struggle to figure out what to do afterwards, like post studies. I was in the publishing world, so I did a lot of copy editing and writing for publications and websites and I loved it, but I started to incorporate photography within the work, you know, as, as needed, as people were calling for photographs to go with the stories. Um, and I just sort of fell in love with that art separately. And then when I took it further, I realized, you know, I love portrait photography. Um, and then so I started going in that direction. And then at the time, as we were talking about before, boudoir was kind of this new trending popular thing and I love the messaging behind it. I thought it was cool. I thought it was something that I wanted to do for myself. I saw friends doing it and uh, I just did a session for someone close to me as like a trial run and when we did that she was so happy. There was so much buzz around it. Her friends loved it and it just felt like something that I wanted to do every day and I kind of took it from there in terms of starting a studio and being able to replicate that experience for people and as a business. Very cool. So in terms of taking that leap, I think we're always looking for, you know, oh gosh, was there someone who was your role model who you said, hey, you know what? She can do it. I can do it too. That just gave you that confidence to take the leap. And who is that for you? I have a, a lot of inspiration from my mom. She was a single mother and she immigrated from Poland very early on and she went through a very great journey to open up her own business. She's a dentist, so she had to open up her own practice and just being very young and watching her struggle and kind of seeing the steps that she took to success. I mean, it was like the best business class ever, basically, learning how that works in the real world. And it just inspired me that women can do whatever they seek their mind out to do. And that's just has been sort of in my mind since day one that I would kind of do something on my own for myself. No, that's awesome. That's great. And you sort of talked about that sometimes your sessions get emotional and people have overcome things. Do you sort of have a, a success story, something you'd be like, wow, if I could bottle this, this is exactly why I do what I do. Is there a story that you could share about someone who transformed there's one story that stands out in particular. I can't name names, so I'll just yeah, of course. <laughs> about it. But um, I got contacted last year by someone over the phone, and during our consult, she was like, "I love your work. I think it's amazing. I'd be honored to shoot with you." And I was already like, "Oh my god, you're so nice!" Like, yes, like let's make this work. And she's like, "The only caveat is that I have a time restriction." And as she talk more about it, I learned that she was, she had been diagnosed with something very serious and that she was getting married, but she was also undergoing treatment and that she would appear different than she does now. She was undergoing, you know, the severe life change where her body wouldn't look the same after undergoing treatment. And so she wanted to come in to sort of capture that moment before her wedding day, before her appearance change and kind of just have that moment on camera 
And I was so emotional already just on our phone call. And then our session kind of felt the same way because, you know, here's someone going through something I could never imagine, super inspirational lady. And she's coming to me to sort of, I don't know, capture herself so that she can be reminded of the person she is. So that was very, very emotional, that one. And I think after that session, that really, you know, made me feel like I'm not just taking pictures of like people in lingerie. Sometimes it's just, it's much more meaningful than that. And to have the power to give someone like memories that they can have, I don't know, that session really stands out for me and sort of changed my view afterwards of like the meaning of what I'm doing and that it can be very meaningful and positive for people. That's a beautiful story. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's really amazing. That's so amazing. Yeah, well, she's amazing. So I'm honored that she came by. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit more, go back to to entrepreneurship. What's your least favorite thing about it? Being on your own, having your own business? You know, I don't know if this is creative business specific or, or maybe everyone in their experience, but when you're like on your own, like, you know, when your work depends on your creativity, I think that's mostly photographers, you know, like your brand is, is you, your name and you alone, you may have like a team of people helping you, but you're the one that has to keep things going. I think what's really hard is you don't realize like, oh, if I have an off day, if I don't do anything, everything stops. And I don't know, I, maybe that's very obvious to everyone, but like, for example, I got sick. I've been sick for like a year now with Lyme's disease. It's a whole thing. And it's, um, it's really slowed me down and I had to take time off. And I didn't realize how stressful that can be that like some things, sometimes you really have to put stuff on hold. And that's true if you're just having a bad day and you don't want to do anything, you know, then nothing gets created. But on the flip side of that, you realize how much power you have. Cause then if you, you know, the next day, if you wake out of bed and put a hundred percent in, then you can make things like appear, you can make things happen. So I don't know, just kind of realizing the power that you alone have to make things come to fruition. Right. A lot of entrepreneurs and especially female entrepreneurs sort of talk about feeling siloed, especially in the early stages. Even if you have a couple of people that work for you, sometimes you just, you feel that the pressure that, you know, the weight of the world, that it's all on you. I guess, you know, being able to deal with that, you know, physically and emotionally, and also knowing that, you know, knowing when to reach out to resources and to and to bring other resources on to help you and, and things like that. I think that's always a, a constant challenge. What is a best piece of advice that you've either ever gotten or that you always give or that you fall back on? What's that sort of thing that, that you would share with our listeners that you think is important? I feel like there's a few, kind of what we were talking about before letting perfectionism get in the way. A quote that I like is over analysis leads to paralysis. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Sometimes you just have to keep going, even if things aren't perfect, you know, it's better to get it done than not at all. And then another thing is if you're a solo entrepreneur, you don't have to be every role in your business yourself. Um, I know that there are certain areas that like I needed help with throughout my career. So, you know, I was the creative leg of the machine, but then I needed help like with marketing and advertising. And then that's like when I brought someone on board to help me and I learned from them. And there's been so many occasions where I've like teamed up with other creatives or other entrepreneurs and learned from them and worked with them or have hired them to sort of fill out the other areas in the business, maybe where I wasn't so good at. And it's okay not to be good at everything, you know? Yeah, I think that that is, it's okay not to be good and and asking for help, which is super important for sure. So what's next for you and your business? 
Wow. Uh, let's see. So before I had to sort of take a break uh, last year for health issues, um, I started this initiative where I threw events for female creatives and entrepreneurs. And these were called sort of Beyond Boudoir. And I'd bring in local entrepreneurs and creatives, and we would sort of pick a theme for that event and talk about our experiences. And I thought that was something super special that I've done with my business and something that I want to continue doing and fleshing out because it was just a way to bring the community together and have these role models or influencers kind of open up about their experiences and increase invisibility. And I could bring in myself too with my boudoir work. So I thought that was a really fun series that I was doing. And I want to pick that up and sort of grow those so that my boudoir studio isn't just a boudoir studio, but sort of like this creative communal space for people. Very cool. That's awesome. Well, you know, that's right up my alley because I think that, you know, do things like what you're doing, even even in small groups or in their cities or towns and getting women together and talking about their experiences and talking about their successes. Because the more that we see those role models and the more that they're put up in front of us, then the more confidence that we have where we see that abundance and we say, hey, well, if she can do that, I can do that too. So I think that's awesome that you're doing that and keep up with it. Um, I just want to tell you how much we appreciate you being here and just really fascinating business. And I, I love your stories and your whole philosophy behind it. So thank you so much. We will be watching what you do next and following you. So again, appreciate you sharing with us today, Valerie. Thank you so much. Thank you so much and for everything that you do. Looking for more inspiration, advice, and direction? Subscribe to our daily email newsletter and podcast, Four Minutes with On The Dot, where we provide you with the tools and motivation you need to get out there and be the badass boss you were meant to be. Tune in to next week's episode when we sit down with Hehe Stewart, a certified doula and the founder of Tranquility by Hehe. Share On The Dot with your tribe. Like, subscribe, and share onthedotwoman.com, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, or wherever you stream your favorite pods.